But I want to encourage you to sit in your feelings. I had to do this as well, to just sit in my feelings, embrace them, observe them, and understand that it's okay to feel this way. And that being present in your feelings makes you human, but it also makes you present in life. Hey, what's up? My name's Ron Banks, and I'm passionate about all things creativity, intentional living, habit building, and helping strong-minded individuals like you regain control of their life. I'm a traditional guy who broke free from traditional thinking in order to reinvent what it means to truly enjoy life. And now, as a minimalist, I'm living, growing, creating, and sharing this journey with nothing to hide. I teach you powerful and encouraging ways to think differently and kickstart a happier life on your own terms. Scared of real conversations? <laughs> Not me. Stumbles, struggles, habits, relationships, minimalism, money, health, we'll talk about all of it. This is where I answer your questions and dive deep into conversations meant to encourage, empower, and deploy a new way of thinking. I hope you're ready to grow and learn together with me on this journey. So get comfy and let's jump into it. Welcome to Where Do I Start? So I was thinking the other day about something that made me laugh. And I want to know, have you ever been walking through an art museum or gallery and come across a piece of work that looked so simple at a glance that you thought to yourself and said, well, I can do that, right? I drew something that looked just like that when I was a kid. Come on, don't tell me that I'm the only one who has done this before. We've all been there. If you didn't say it, you thought it. Now, all jokes aside, there's nothing wrong with simple. Personally, I tend to gravitate towards this creative style most when it comes to art and design. And the thing that makes simplicity interesting to me is that if you look a little closer, there's always a sense of beauty you'll find within it. Whether it's a unique blend of colors, texture, balance, or how the different mediums pull together to tell a story. It's always something, and it's truly something to appreciate. I mean, my younger brother is an artist, and the first time I watched him create and seeing his mind think in real time is something in itself to appreciate. How every decision he made, regardless of how simple it was, was done with intention and purpose. He told me once that all of these simple details add to the beauty of the final piece, and that really made me think. Now, this whole episode isn't going to be about my love for simple art and design or watching my brother create. Although I can talk about those things for hours, that's not the point of this conversation, so I digress. I'm actually going to push the narrative around what it means to live simply, the beauty that exists in it, and how you can implement it into your life. Are you ready? Let's jump into it. This is Where Do I Start? Hey, if this is your first time tuning in, I want to encourage you to subscribe to the show and become a part of this growing community so you can not only listen to all of the interesting episodes coming up in the next few weeks, but so you can also join in on the conversation and share what you're learning with the people most important to you in your life. You can find Where Do I Start on all your favorite podcast platforms. All right, so where do I start? See, a few years ago, I started down this path towards simple living or minimalism, an idea that was sparked by many things I saw around me, including watching how intentional my brother was with his art. But at that time, I didn't know what either of these terms meant. I'd never heard of them. All I knew was that I was tired of feeling overwhelmed by the overbearing messages that traditional thinking society constantly promoted. 
You know, the idea that materialism equals happiness, how more is more. But because I admire and appreciate art so much, I realized from that perspective, this statement wasn't 100% true, that maybe less is actually more, and maybe keeping things simple in life actually added a sense of beauty to it, kind of how it does with art, right? So what is simple living? Well, it's exactly what it says, right? It's living your life in simple ways where the things you own and do represent your values and priorities. But it's important to remember as we start to dive into this conversation that simple living is not a task you can just check off on your to-do list once you feel you've reached a certain level of simplicity, right? And I want to preference that this is an ongoing journey that will continue throughout your entire life, right? But the more you practice certain habits and adjust your thinking around it, the easier it'll get to make decisions that support your simple living journey. And honestly, you'll make a few mistakes and a few wrong decisions as well. I know I definitely did. See, before I built the momentum I have today on my journey, I was doing everything the exact opposite. I was far from being minimal or living simply, as they say. I had and was holding on to a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff. Things that in hindsight now were not things that I valued or should have prioritized. 40 plus pairs of jeans alone. I had more shoes than I knew what to do with. I had decor in every corner of every room, bookshelves with everything on them but books. Not to mention the mental clutter I had as well. It was bad. And to make it worse, I was constantly adding to it. There was nothing simple about the way I was living. However, I was a master at organizing it, right? I knew exactly how to make this mess look presentable. And I did for years. Until one day, something just clicked and started me down this path towards simple living. Now, I want you to think about your own journey and your own life for a second. Your routines, your habits, your hobbies, the relationships you value, all of it, right? What do these things have in common? Well, besides the fact that they're important to you, they each play a key role in helping you maintain a life you truly enjoy, right? A life that one would consider beautiful. And you don't want anything messing that up right? Me either. So how do we ensure this doesn't happen, right? Two things. One, we have to understand why simplicity is beneficial, which requires a mindset shift. And two, we have to then implement it into our lives. And this is where I'm currently at on my own journey. And trust me, when I tell you, it adds so much beauty and life to your life. All right, let's dive into the first part of this conversation and talk about how simplicity is beneficial to you in your life. There are five ways. Number one is you learn about yourself. When you choose to go without the access, clutter and distractions in life, you're essentially choosing yourself over stuff and things. And by doing this, you're allowing yourself to truly learn who you are as a person and what you truly value in life. Too often, we tend to allow what we own to define who we are. So a question I have for you is, who are you? And how would you define yourself if you had nothing but yourself and a mirror in front of you? Number two is simplicity helps you strengthen your health. By focusing your energy on what's most important to you in your life, you naturally start to have an increased interest in your overall health. And when you have less distractions or wasted energy and you're more mindful of what you're feeding yourself, both physically and mentally, your physical health and mental health will improve without a doubt. Number three is simplicity helps you develop deeper and more meaningful relationships. See, it's easier to focus and develop on those relationships you value in life 
when life is simple. The moment life starts to fill up with stress, anxiety, worry, physical clutter, mental clutter, and everything in between is the same moment those relationships you value will start to fade because all of your time and energy is being spent trying to solve problems instead of building those relationships. Number four is finances. When life is simple, you have less to manage. And when you have less to manage, meaning bills, debt, then your finances will improve tremendously. And this is something that I can attest to firsthand as I was able to pay off my student loans in total in one year. And we'll talk more about that later on. Okay, number five is time. Now, to me, this is probably the greatest benefit of simple living because our time is the most valuable thing we have. And the last thing we should want is for our time to be wasted on non-essential, non-valuable and non-enjoyable things. When life is simple, you have so much time to spend doing what you love and enjoy. If this is making sense so far, let me know by sharing your thoughts on social media and tagging me. You can find me everywhere at I'm Ron Banks or Ronald L. Banks on Facebook. Okay. Now it's time for the fun part within this conversation where I'm going to show you how you can start implementing simple living into your life. And there are a few different ways you can go about this. And these tips I'm going to share with you are in no particular order, except for the first one. You have to do this first. That is figuring out your why. Why do you want to live a simpler life? Why are you feeling frustrated with how things are now? What area or thing specifically is causing you to feel the most overwhelmed? Questions like these are the questions you have to ask yourself before you start your simple living journey. There's nothing more confusing than doing something and then looking back and wondering why you did it in the first place. Now, answering these questions and figuring out your why is going to take a little more effort than you would probably like. And here's why. Anytime you're considering making a lifestyle change, which this is, you should always give yourself time to understand everything this change or shift will require before you do it. So for example, let's pretend that you didn't hear anything I said during this conversation. If I simply asked you, why do you want to simplify your life? How would you answer that? Now for the sake of conversation, Let's say I answered this by saying it's because I have too much stuff and I'm running out of closet space. Let's go with that. Okay, now let's fast forward and say that I've successfully decluttered my space and things seem simpler, but actually nothing has really changed. Why? Because when I answered the question, I didn't look at the full picture and understand everything living a simple life required because life is so much more than just decluttering a closet right? But speaking of decluttering, number two is start decluttering. But this is in reference to all areas of life, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Simple living is living life simply. Life meaning everything that makes up who you are as a fully breathing human being, right? Your emotions, your mentality, and the space in which you occupy and call home. See, if living a simple life only required a clutter-free home or a capsule wardrobe, then we'd all be set. There would be no reason for this podcast episode or many of the other thought-provoking conversations like it. However, it takes much more than this to create and maintain a simple life. The physical aspect is only scratching the surface, much like an onion. There are many more layers to go. Number three is get on a budget and pay off debt. I mentioned finances as a benefit of simple living because this aspect of life cannot be ignored. 
if we're truly committed to traveling this journey, then at some point we have to face the reality of money. Earlier on in this conversation, I talked about how I paid off my student loans in one year, $23,000 worth working one job with an average salary. So how did I do this? Well, I got on a budget, of course, but when I decided to explore simple living and minimalism, I committed across the board because I truly wanted to enjoy all aspects of life, which meant simplifying my finances and eliminating all of the debt that I had. And if you want to know more details on what I did and the steps I took specifically to pay off everything, I'll leave some links and resources in the show notes for you to check out. Okay, number four is set daily and monthly goals for yourself. It's important to give yourself something to work towards every day and every month so you're not running around like a chicken with his head cut off as the saying goes, right? You know, without a solid direction in life. See, when you're finding yourself feeling stagnant or lost or following instead of leading, then that could be a strong sign that you don't have any goals set, a vision, a plan for what you want to achieve in life and how you're actually going to get there. So again, if simple living is a goal of yours, and you have your why figured out, now is the time to start setting daily and monthly goals that you can track your progress against to ensure that you're actively working towards a simpler life every day and every month. Some of those goals could be decluttering a small area of your home each day or taking a week to really deal with that emotional weight you may be carrying from a past relationship or family issue. Now, setting goals means writing them down, right? It's not just saying them one time and then letting it get lost in the back of your mind. Write them down, post them somewhere you will see them, and actually work towards them. Number five is get your emotions and mentality in check. Sometimes we forget that our heart and mind play a significant role in the overall quality of our life. If these two areas aren't solid, then living simply will be a very difficult task. Trust me. Actually, I want you to imagine something really quick. If you're sitting at home listening to this, I want you to get up and actually do this, okay? I want you to imagine all of your emotions and mental clutter you have inside of you as physical weights sitting in your arms. Again, if you're listening to this at home, get up and grab an armful of stuff. It's heavy, right? And the longer you hold on to it, the heavier it's going to feel. The more it's going to weigh you down, and not only physically, but mentally and emotionally. Your life will drag because you're dragging all of this weight with you and behind you. Now, you could just let it go, and I wouldn't blame you if you did. I'd encourage it, actually. But then everything would be all over the floor. While you're not necessarily carrying that weight now, right, it's still there. It's just weighing on a different part of your life instead. See, to get rid of it, to get your emotions and mentality in check, you have to sort through it the same way you do your physical clutter and decide, is it adding value to my life or not? Again, if this is making sense and you're enjoying this conversation so far, let me know by sharing your thoughts on social media and tagging me. All right, let's keep going. Number six is be present in life. I can't stress this enough, especially as we're living in an age of distraction. There's always so much going on all the time and it seems like speed has become the new normal. We're rushing through life thinking it's a race. We're always focused on what's next instead of what's happening right now. See, we have to learn to slow down, to breathe, and to be present, which means always being aware of what's going on around us and within us, and then deciding what gets our attention first. And there are many different ways we can do this, of course, right? But there are two in particular that I want to point out. Number one is making mindfulness a consistent practice. 
meaning we take time out of our day, whether it's 10 minutes, one hour or two minutes and intentionally be present, stopping all worries, thoughts and what if moments and just being present. Number two is to feel our feelings. If you're anything like me, right, you probably overthink from time to time and you work yourself up trying to change how you feel or to make something perfect, right? But I want to encourage you to sit in your feelings. I had to do this as well, to just sit in my feelings, embrace them, observe them and understand that it's okay to feel this way and that being present in your feelings makes you human, but it also makes you present in life. Okay, the last point that I have for you, number seven, is become best friends with the phrase, I have enough. Remember, materialism doesn't equal happiness and more is not always more. Sometimes less is more because it encourages you to see the beauty in the simple things, kind of like how we do with art as I expressed at the beginning of this conversation. So as you go and continue your life and routines or explore your journey towards simple living, I want to leave you with a final question to think about. When will you have enough? You just finished another episode of Where Do I Start? And I feel like this conversation may have flew by just a little too quickly, don't you think? You can check out the show notes and other resources over at ronaldlbanks.com. If you enjoyed this episode and it resonated with you, do me a favor and share it with someone you know and love. Also, subscribe to the show and leave a review if you haven't done so already. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as all your other favorite podcast platforms. If you want to connect with me directly, you can follow me on social media everywhere at I'm Ron Banks. If you want to support this show and have access to not only our private Q&A podcast, where I answer your where do I start questions, but also receive special writings and other exclusive content, head over to patreon.com slash Ronald L. Banks. Thank you so much for listening. Keep growing on your journey and always remember to stay true to you. I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.